Welcome to Quarter R. This is where we mend walls and create safe communities. On Quarter R, we discuss all things lifestyle, family, nation building, everyday issues, and of course, everything about you. Welcome to Quarter R. I know you must have been enjoying this series for this month of June. We've been discussing heart-to-heart talk with Mr. Babatunde Mohammed, a visually impaired person, former Lagos State Chairman of the Nigerian Association of the Blind. He has a business, an ICT consultant, and he deals in assisting devices for the disabled. So once again, my name is Buki Femi Ajala. We have Mr. Babatunde Mohammed with us today. And of course, Ifedola Muhammad, that's Mr. Babatunde's baby girl, one of Mr. Babatunde Muhammad's daughter. So she, she's here and we'll be talking, we'll be chatting with her. We just want to know how their world is, you know. How did she feel when she got to know that her father is visually impaired? So join us as we interact. So Ifedola, you're welcome to Kota A. Thank you, Ma. So once again, I want to welcome Mr. Batsude Muhammad. You've been, you. you've been our guest for two shows now. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much. You Thank pleasure. you so much for, for interacting and actually creating that awareness and educating you know, people that are in such condition. And, and the whole idea is just to create safe communities and to mend walls. That's the whole idea of Kota'a. So if I don't know what, tell us. When you got to know that your father is visually impaired, how did you feel? Um, from what I remember, I never found out my dad was blind. I don't know how I knew, but... But when you got to know finally? <laughs> when you got to know finally? I didn't feel anyhow. I felt normal. Really? Probably because your father had been exhibiting the normal thing a father would probably do at home. You know, he's very energetic. He has confidence, self-esteem. He can do everything. <laughs> everything everybody can do. So I'm sure that accounted for it that you didn't feel that oh there's something wrong somewhere. Yeah. But now that I mean now that you know he is visually impaired, so how still do you feel? I feel very much normal. In fact, I feel luckier because if my father can provide everything I have despite being blind, I mean what more do I need to ask for? Because like there's nothing I'll ask for and I would not get. And then I'll see people who have their sights, they don't even get this thing. So I feel very, very lucky and so, I feel normal. Oh, that's, 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 that's great to hear. That's great to hear. So when you and your siblings, you know, talk about that, um, do they feel the same way you feel or you are the one that is encouraging them that there's nothing wrong with, with dad? I mean, dad is taking care of all of us. So no, we all feel normal about it. My brother, I think my brother wanted to study a course that would make it like for him to figure out what to do to make him gain his size back and all. But we all feel very normal about it. So he's still going ahead with the course because we need we need solution providers in Nigeria. (laughs) I don't know. It has been long since we spoke about it too. Okay, so you probably want to talk to (laughs) talk to him about that. Okay, so tell me, um, if I don't like one, your case is probably um, one of those, should I say, opportuned families where 
They don't feel sorry for their dad. There is no pity simply because your dad has been been able to overcome the challenges and he he behaves like any normal person. In fact, if you don't know he's visually impaired, you would you will you probably think, "Hi, this guy is gone because he walks by himself, he does things by himself." <laughs> you be you wonder that are you sure this one is impaired? Except when he now gets to a place where he has to cross the the the, the mm. drainages, yeah. you know, I, I climb the steps and things like that. But apart from that, hey. The man, the, the man is on his beat. He's going on. Yeah. So, if I advise people that are in your type of family where one of the parents, you know, is is disabled, visually impaired, whichever one, you know, how do you think they should interact with, with such people? Advise them. Um, I feel like number one, they should not discriminate them or anything because they are just the same thing as us. It's just decides that makes us different and to me it's not really a big deal um secondly i feel like you should show love to them like i feel like they might not talk about it but sometimes they just feel really bad that they can't do something so i feel like you should always show love to them thirdly i feel like you should always give an helping hand like you always help them out when they want to do something okay so if i have you ever seen your dad in such a moody state and then you see that it's going to be well have you ever seen that condition or that experience no i've seen him in moody states but i don't say anything because i just feel like i'm not in a position to say anything or i don't have the right words to say but yeah. okay we'll get back to that mr martin i am curious how did you toast your wife some people might be going through that I want you to advise them. Yeah, I think that uh, there's nothing special about um, asking anybody out. Uh, firstly, um, the way I carry myself personally uh, helps me to you know, achieve a lot of things, including asking someone out. And I actually met my wife trying to shadow another lady. and. Um, um, we bought the symbols and she helped me get a bike and I asked her to become my friend and they said okay, we'll be friends and she paid me a visit and um, we became friends and later love rode in and uh, here we are today. Uh, of course, um, in our discussion she has said she never even you know, thought of having any blind person as a husband and also of course, she, she went to Universal but then she had one or two blind uh, people in her fellowship or in her school and all that. So she has come across a blind person before, but I happened to be the first person she came in close contact with. I remember she said when she was coming to pay me, she said, oh, let me go and see him and just 10 minutes, 20 minutes and she'll go back home. I remember she said, uh, here we are, one and a half hour will be. You are toasting her. We are having just another. I didn't ask her out okay. that day. We, we became friends and of course, uh, she had it, uh, she had uh, an idea of what I wanted from the very first day. So I think uh, for any blind person, one is, is confidence uh, as, uh, as I maintain. And um, secondly, it's not everybody you ask how. I will say yes to you and if they have said no to you it's not because you're blind it's because that person is not just for you 
there are a lot of people that are not as good. They, they don't even measure to who you should go out with. So if they say no to you, try people trying. But if they insist, try somebody else. Um, I've asked out somebody well, before I met my wife, and she never knew I was a blind person until she said yes to me. So you see part of that confidence I'm talking about. You know, the way you carry yourself, you know, will go a long way to, um, uh, to tell you how people will address you. Even today, if I go out, if I go to offices, and, and you hear people say, ah, you don't ask me out too. If it's Mr. Tunde that asks me, and I will agree. <laughs> you know, and it just, you know, way like that. Sorry, I'm not trying to blow my trumpet, but honestly, if you don't even blow your trumpet, who does that? If you don't carry yourself, you know, properly, neatly dressed, um, um, and you have something doing, you, yeah, you have it, to have it, something it's not that doing. you all the time you're always asking people for help yeah, because exactly. of your disability. Yeah, like my daughter, I mean, if I ask them to come and do something, their mother also asks them to do more things than I do ask them to do. So for them, they don't even know. Um, oh, is he asking me to do this because it's blind? Because even the mother can ask them to do double or that same thing for them. So mm. he, he, uh, they know that I wash, I do a lot of things my, on my own. So if I want them to do, of course, because part of training them is asking them to do chores and all that, not because yeah. you can't do it. So yeah. uh, so that's why I asked and met and um, okay. the same person. Um, the, the last question I probably want to ask you is that, how did your in-laws receive you when they got to know that you're visually impaired? Yeah, yeah, was there yeah. was was there resistance or was well? Okay, yeah, was, that uh, is what our daughter was. Okay, no problem. <laughs> yeah, I was very unlucky with that. So. Oh my God! <laughs> so how did you go through that? How did you go through that? Oh gosh, uh, it's something I don't like to remember because. Um, Just give us a nutshell. <laughs> um, yeah, she. The friend, I told you we were friends and I visited and like, ah, Ali, who's this? And ah, what was bad about my friend and all that? So when they even got to know that we were dating, it was another thing. The mother would come and ask out of my house. and wow. It was really tough for yeah. for her. And But she was uh, able to stick through because she just yeah, said, she believed look, in what she wanted. Yeah. And I think the more how busy they were raining the mud. <laughs> the mud she was stuck with you. <laughs> but they didn't even know that they were helping more and more. Yeah, and that's interesting. Some people are lucky, the parents yes. will welcome them and all that. But mm. I, I was but, um, yeah. I'm but, not sure about that. But I want to believe that the story has changed now because they've uh, seen the, that. The story changed since. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. They could come and, I mean, things yeah. changed. And of course, that's it was good. just that it was really, really bad. Yeah. But I mean, as my father would say, it's not because they are not blind. I mean, sorry, it's not because they are blind. It's because they just <laughs> they just don't like you or something mm. that she don't you know anything mm. that would touch on this condition. My father will always want to defend wow. that. Wow. So my father will always say, I mean, he will say something like, even if you are short, they will say yeah because yeah, you are short. Your, your, you are your, tall, your father had a growth mindset towards yes. it. It wasn't so, a fixed mindset. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So he, he really. I, I, and I think that is the the trust. Mindset. That is the trust of today's discussion. We should always have a growth mindset. Yeah. yeah. So thank you so much, Ifedola. And thank you. Thank you so much for being with us for this past three weeks, Mr. 
Babatunde Mohammed. Yes, thank you so much. You have done great justice to you know visual impairment, you know. And of course you have created that awareness that what we just need is love and self-confidence. It's all about creating safe places and mending worlds. And I know you will just stick to us, you know, till the end um, of the month. Thank you once again. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Kota R. If you have feedback, comments, questions, or any other topics you'd like us to discuss, please call 0700-123-5010 or send a text to 0701-050-9771.